Welcome back. Uh, this this episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, obviously, I originally started this podcast to talk more about the OUA and and stuff like that. Now that I'm reflecting on it, I obviously didn't do the coverage I wanted to or I said I was going to. But I think this one we're going to do it a little different. I do want to go back and I do want to do a recap on the OUA season and talk about how my predictions were and how the season went and and stuff like that. And I do want to have some Griffins guys onto this pod to talk about their experiences, either rookies or vets or alumni or whatever the case might be. The whole point behind me starting this podcast was because I've always wanted to have my own podcast because I love doing sit-downs and and talk about rugby. Um, But I also want to be able to talk about my my personal experiences with rugby and what what's new for me. Um, so in this episode, we're going to talk about what's going on and what's new in, in the life of Kobe Faust. Well, here we go. Um, talk about rugby for me. I started playing rugby in grade nine. That's when that's when I started playing rugby. Originally, kind of introduced to the game by my dad. He he played in university, and you know he he said he really loved it, and his experience was great, and like just all the a lot of positives about it. And so I'd grown up playing playing hockey, and that had been the sport that I'd always like grown up playing and whatnot so rugby was new um I'd never watched it before to be honest I'd never really heard of it before um and then there I was you know grade nine testing it out um and yeah so I started playing then stopped playing hockey and you know it it was one of those things I started playing you know I got cut from U15 Ontario when I first started playing and it really rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't like that. Um, so I kept playing. I played for the Oshawa Vikings club. I played at Oxford secondary school. Um, and that's really when I started to get into it. Uh, and really from there, it was just more or less, you know, played sevens in the fall at, at USS and then over the winter played basketball. Um, and then come back into kind of the the winter or spring semester, I was playing 15s. So just lots of rugby started to pick up in, in my life after I'd only really played like the latter half of a summer season with the Vikings. Um, and so went on to play U16 Ontario. Uh, that team... Ha- like reflected on on all the teams I played on that U16 Ontario team. We did a Ireland tour. That has to be one of the best teams I've ever been on, and one of the best experiences I, I've ever had as a as a rugby player. I still play and talk to a handful of the guys that were on that tour. Um, it's always nice to run into the guys that I haven't seen. Um, 
And then from there, it was like U18 Canada. Um, we went to California. We played the States in some test matches. Um, and then it was U20 Canada from there. And then went on to play for the Arrows as well. Almost forgot about that. I started playing for the Arrows when I was 18 uh, or 19 years old. I was straight out of high school. COVID had been kind of in its full force. We were forced to go and bubble down in Atlanta. And so went down there when I was yeah 18 years old, started doing that, turned 19 while I was there. Um, that was a crazy experience. I'm so grateful for, for the Arrows and Arrows organization. Um, after that, I went on to play two more seasons with the Arrows. Uh, I was supposed to be re returning for a fourth year. Um, and obviously, due to the Arrows uh, seizing operations, that, that fell through. And, you know, reflecting on what the Arrows had given me as a as an 18-year-old kid chasing a dream of being, you know, a professional rugby player or just aspiring rugby player, I think I just got to, whether they hear it or not, I got to give my utmost respect and gratitude to the Toronto Arrows organization. I think what they did for young players, whether it was in the academy or the people that they called up into the HPA uh, in, their, in their last year of operation, I think, that made a lot of difference in Ontario rugby, like allowing kids to have somewhat something to work for um, without having to move out west to the Pride, uh, which is another great uh, pathway. So since then, this is now to the present practically, um, after the arrows folded, I was kind of out of a job looking for what I wanted to do. Um, and, you know, talk to MLR teams, um, nothing too serious, just kind of seeing what was going on and seeing if we were going to be able to make some work out. Um, nothing ended up working out. And then Sean White from the senior men's team head coach, he reached out and said, Hey, we'd love to have you out, play some sevens. Um, Lots to work for, the team's in a good place, working towards the Olympics in Paris this summer. Um, we'd love to have you come on. And For me, I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is a great opportunity. I can't wait. And that's still, still how I'm looking at it. You know, I, I head out for February. That's when I'm getting out there. Um, and I'm really grateful and really looking forward to put my best foot forward and trying to help this team and obviously the country pushed towards this men's sevens team making the Paris Olympics. Um, obviously, lots of work to be done, lots of results with Ws beside them to be had, but I'm really looking forward to going out there and taking care of some business with the fellas and, and, and cracking on and having some good fun. Something I almost completely forgot about touching on was my my experience over the past couple of years with the Guelph Griffins. I'm I'm back for one more year in the fall um, with the team, and man, I, 
obviously it's biased because I've been a Griffin and anybody would say it about their university program when they were there. But man, when I was in grade 12, looking at where I was going to go to school, me and a teammate of mine and one of my best buddies, Jacob Entz, we were, we were talking and we were saying, man, like, where should we go? And it was between, well, for me, it was between Guelph and Queens. Uh, and he was like, man, it'd be really cool if we went to Guelph and, you know, like, let's start a dynasty. That was the kind of conversation we were having. And, like, I, I could quote it, like, it was like, let's go to Guelph, let's make it, like, let's start a dynasty, like, let's do it. And, like, that conversation was, like, one of those ones where it was, like, you're kind of you're kind of joking because it's, like, you know, you're about to go to university, there's, there's, like, there's a social life, there's everything about university, but at the same time, it was one of those serious ones where both of us are, we're taking rugby very seriously and still are. And it's, man, let's actually go and do this. Let's, let's go do it. Like we, we know it's possible. Let's go make a difference. And obviously COVID and all that really put a fork in the road and we didn't play in our first year, but man, when, when the ball got out to the horses in that second year, that team was ripping in. Um, and ever since every year of eligibility that Jacob and I have used at University of Guelph, we have won an OUA gold medal. Um, and man, our first year, lots of injuries, including myself um, in the regular season, um, a couple guys in the later half of playoffs, and some guys even on nationals picking up injuries. And so our nationals run wasn't uh, too amazing um, that season. Nothing to really hang your heads on because we had one OUA um, and so you look into the year after that we go back we win at home against Laurier on the grass pitch in like a snow game not like a crazy snow game but you know it was snow and it was cool good win um, and then you look to this year and we beat Queens at home um, on the on the turf field and it's just one of those things, man, like, you just, I'm just grateful for all the opportunities that the, the Griffins have given me, the coaching staff, um, like the school. I'm just very, I'm very grateful for everything that, that's come my way from being a Griffin. And I think there's, there's lots of potential for this program to continue to go in the same, on the same trajectory uh, for the next however many years. I think Corey and Moz and Tom and the new addition of Curran and the glue guy, man, G-Rob, Georgie, you know, all those all those moving parts, I think. I think this program has ample opportunity to keep chugging, keep going the same direction. Um, so... If there's anybody, which is hilarious for me to say because this podcast is not big at all, but if anyone stumbles upon an episode and if you're a guy or recruit or if you're in grade 11, you're in grade 12, you know, you're listening, 
if if you're between going to a school for rugby reasons, all the other reasons, obviously, there's a million other reasons. But if if the last deciding factor of why why you're not picking a school is because of rugby, I just want you to say, I just want to say that there is no other program in Ontario. I can promise you that is as tight as a brotherhood as Guelph is socially, but that pushes each other to the breaking point every training day when it comes to the rugby. And I think those two things coming together and being equal is what leads to our success. And obviously there's like the coaching staff and the support staff through the trainers and the S&C and all those pieces. But when you talk about what honestly I know a lot of people want to hear as a kid that's coming out of high school looking for somewhere to go that he knows he, he's going to get along with the guys, then I, I can guarantee you you're going to get a perfect social to, to rugby balance at, at Guelph. And that's if you want to work hard at rugby. If, if, you're, if you're trying to have more of a social life than a rugby life, then yeah, maybe you look elsewhere. But to be honest, I think we have it down to a science that really, that really goes towards success. And I think all guys, one through 60, get together, hang out, have some fun, and then are able to really crack down and lock in when it comes to game day and get the job done. Just before I end it, um, just more or less talking about the next steps for for Guelph and what I think is the, the next part of success for the program, it's the... It's the Nationals piece. And I know there's been tons of conversations about it in the past about, well, Guelph will only finish third, and we've finished third the past two years, um, and fourth in that in that first year I was talking about when we won OUA gold. Um, and I think when I talk about the, 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 traje- the trajectory of the program, this is, this is what I'm talking about. And... I think that at the end of the day, the the national tournament—it's hard. It's it's a battle. It's a battle. You got three games in five days. You got to go out there being fresh and and fit and and ready to play the best of the best. Um, and for us, we've played the best of the best in the second round every year. And man, have we put up good fights! And when, when you talk to the guys that we played at UBC, you know, they're always like, man, that was our best battle of the tournament. You guys really brought it to us that game. You guys really took care of business, you know. And, and they might be saying that at the end of the day because they won the game and they're going home happy. And they just want to just wanna let you know that you guys are, are good rugby players. You're not taking your head, but, man, does that ever leave a sour taste in your mouth, you know. And I've, I've always wanted to reach the, the finals of, uh, of a Nationals. Um, and I honestly think that where this program's heading, that maybe if it's not in my time, that down the, down the road, 
that this this program can really do something special and take care of business out nationals. Now, just to end, um, obviously, thanks thanks for listening. Um, this is more or less just more of a personal episode. Just let you know and sorry, let you in on more of what what I've experienced and what my pathways been and. Oh, I'll just let you in on my rugby experience and going forward, like I said earlier in this episode, I do want to cover the recap on the 2023-24, like going into 24, uh, OUA and Nationals rugby um, for all teams involved um, in the OUA and then just the Guelph Griffins for the Nationals. Uh, once again, thanks for listening, and uh, I'll, I'll see you guys, and hopefully you guys listen next time. Take it easy.